The lights come up. The camera focuses. You are somewhere in between, and the reality of your life is on show. We feel compelled to put on a show and give a pleasing performance all the time. And on the stage of life, sometimes it's filled with some award-winning performances that most will never get to see on stage. Sometimes, not all of our stories are all glamour. I am Philip Clark, and I want you to join me today as we unearth the many roles of actors, teachers, singers, artists, lawyers. Writers and much more, as they share their journey and the lessons learned on that journey. Welcome to Lights, Camera, Real Life. I like to start off with my lesson. One lesson that I learned from theatre, and it is this. You have one chance. You have one opportunity to make it. Why do I say that? In live theater, when you go on stage, you don't have a, an opportunity to go out on stage and say, "Oops, sorry. Um, can I go back? I I need to do that over again." Nah, you have one chance to nail it, and so I choose to live my life. Thinking that I always have one opportunity to do the best I can, to be the best I can, to be the best I can to someone, to be the best I can in my work, to be the best I can to an individual. I have one shot. So you live your life as if it's almost as saying living your life as if it's the last, right? So it's 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 very important to train yourself to think I have to always do my best. Of course, life gives you several opportunities to make changes in your life, and this is why I do this show because I believe that when we meet people, we have the opportunity to learn from them. We don't have to make our own mistakes. We can learn from them. We can listen to their stories, and nobody. Is lesser than, or more superior than anybody. We all can learn from everyone, and so tonight, that's why I wanted my guests to share with me, and uh, to let us know there are so many different things out there that are nuggets for our own life, and we can learn. So I, I, I want to invite her on. And I'm not going to tell you who it is yet, okay? Because when you come on, then you're going to know who she is, okay? But remember that lesson. You have one chance to nail it. Live your life as if today is the last day you get to be your best. The last day you get to be the kindest, the, the strongest. Be that person to someone. Welcome to Lights, Camera, real life and i'm your host philip clark and here we take lessons from my guests and from my audience as well that share about what it is to be on this earth just being on this earth 
lessons to be learned. Not mistakes, lessons to be learned. Ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome my guest for this evening, Anne-Marie Chin. She is the CEO of Cocoa Beans. Yes, Cocoa Beans Fashion Design. She is a fashion designer. Can you imagine that? Yeah. She will give me some tips tonight. But I know, oh, my look up is about why she could probably give me a little thing up in her. So, anyways. No, man, you're good, you're good, you're good. You're oh, good. man. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. So, okay. she has been in the world of fashion for over 20 years now, my friends. So, she has a world of experience. She has entered uh, Fashion Week several times. You know, she has entered Style Week. You know about those things in Jamaica. And uh, she hails from Kingston, Jamaica, even though she resides now in Montego Bay, the resort city. Oh, yeah. Right? So, look here now, my friend. All you do, we'll get into it right away, right away, right away. So, Anne-Marie, you yes. said you grew up in Kingston. We're in Kingston. Um, Augustone. That's right behind um, you with Mona. Oh, okay. What was that like? Um, it was fun because, you know, as a young child, you never normally worry about where you live. You're just happy to live with your parents and your sisters, your siblings. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was fairly good. Okay. So it, 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 it wasn't eventful like what we're hearing about now with all kinds of... Um, drama and stuff. Drama. Yeah, it wasn't like that then. Well, you know, as a young child, those things wouldn't stand out in your mind. So um, mm -hmm. I guess it might have been. But looking back, I can't say it was dangerous or anything like that. Mm -hmm. We went about our ways and, and did our thing. Didn't affect me at that time. So you, did it contribute, though, to who you are as a person now, in terms of where you grew up? What do you think? Um... I wouldn't say it contributed. Um, well, I guess my parents was my inspiration. So mm -hmm. I wanted to make them proud. You know, because mm -hmm. coming from a family of um, seven siblings, I'm the eldest. Oh, seven siblings. So you are the first child. Yes. Well, Anne-Marie, you know what I'm saying, you know. Them said that the eldest child in a family, they tend to be very bossy. They tend to be the matriarch of the family because they are, they tend to have the authority. And they tend to be perfectionists and sometimes very worrisome. Me can I ask you something? Does that describe you? <laughs> Little bit. <laughs> really? A joke. Holy, yes, that's me. Really? I mean, yes. Tell um, me about the relationship with your siblings, though, as a as a first child, because I mean, it's seven of you, and you you were like like almost surrogate mother parent sometimes, don't it? Almost. Um, what happened is that my dad is an only child, right? So okay. when I came into the picture, I got all the love and all the things from England. You know, back in the days when Barilla come and suitcase, you know. For your, your, your first child, your only child, because my, my dad, mom, is, is the only child for her, too. So when he had me, she was, like, sending down everything, so I got all the love and all the pretty stuff. And then now, as the other 
siblings come now, I kind of get little in the back, you know? Mm -hmm. But I got all the love first. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I you know, have to take care of them. But, the, you know, that, that first start was a good start. You know, getting all the wonderful stuff and the good treatment and all the love. And the only girl at the time, because one girl and then three boys. So, you know, I stood out most of the time as the, the only girl until the others came along. So there is no rivalry between, between your siblings? No, well, not with me, because I, as you said, you know, was the... The elder, the, 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 the boss, mm -hmm. the one in control, the one who lead. <laughs> so I tell them what to do. Okay, so you were in <laughs> charge. So let me ask you something now. Uh, what advice would you give elder siblings to, in terms of how, because I have a, I, I, let me just say, I have a sister, you know, who, I'm telling you, she she's the eldest, and she is one big boss. She is ratchet, <laughs> you know. And sometimes it, it can really get on our nerves. Um, what what advice would you? Because you seem to have a, had a good experience with your siblings. What advice would you give to an eldest child in terms of how you manage and man, you know? Well, um, let me tell you, off my father kinda said they stands from before and said listen all the children you must listen to the bigger one so we grew up with that you know in our minds if somebody's older than you you must listen to them so really we didn't have much fuss with that because the bigger one say you must do that you go ahead and do it so my father kind of set the standard you know this yeah. is how we work right <laughs> so wow. I, and that's how I'd grow my, my children, you know. If the, the bigger ones say do this, you must listen. So that is how I grew up, you know. Mm. I've been very respectful to, to older persons. Right, right. So I suppose that is what helped you to transform into the CEO of yes. a company. You already yes. had leadership, leadership qualities. qualities. Yes. And it seems as if your life as a eldest, as the eldest sister, prepared you for oh, this. No, yes. What do you for think? This. Yes, oh, yes, how definitely did it? prepared me. It, it definitely did. Definitely prepared me. You know, it's just that when you're dealing with the staff, now we have to have a different approach. But the, the, the standard that my father set out in the beginning, you know, it, 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 um, it really propelled me and, and, and helped me to be firm and to, to ensure that, you know, whatever I want or ask of them to do, you know, to ensure mm -hmm. that it's done. The mm -hmm. workforce is different, as you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, before we get into that, because we soon get into the whole business of fashion and all kinds of stuff, you know, but... I want to know about the girl and Marie. What was that girl like? Because I know say different from the woman right now. Well, the girl and Marie was very shy, you know. A liar tell. No man, I was shy because um I thought I think I grew sheltered too because my ear I couldn't get my ear to cream till I was almost seventeen. 
So you can imagine you're going to school and everybody like, oh, you're here so dry. <laughs> you know? So, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that was, so that kind of, most of the time, I'm kind of, you know, more reserved, laid back. Mm -hmm. But then at school, they, they always seem to point me out. I don't know why. The boys, if it's not the boys, it's the teacher. If it's not the teacher, it's the, it's the principal, you know? Everybody seemed to at school know yeah. me. Because I, I had a pet name at school, you know, Becca. Becca? <laughs> Becca, yes. <laughs> so even the principal called me Becca, you know, it's like I don't understand it. <laughs> so there was something about me from that young age. Mm -hmm. That told me that I was gonna be different, you know. Mm. So, how did you deal with being different, though, or being referred to as different? How did you deal um, with it? I also consider myself a loner, you know, um, because as I said, I was the first one, and then when all my other siblings come along, they kind of more lean to. You know, the second one preferred to talk to the third one and so on. And then when the girls come now, they are to mm -hmm. their self. Mm -hmm. so I, I am always by myself. Right. So even when I started out at about 19 doing my business. Right. You started out at 19? Yes. 19 doing your fashion business? No, well, I started out as a craft, a leather craft producer first. Oh. Right, and I, tra I travel all over the, the Caribbean doing that. But that's a big story now. Right? So, oh, yeah. so right. So what happened is that um, I had this friend house that I used to go to, right? Mm -hmm. And when I got there, I noticed they were making bags. Bags made from coconut shell. And I was so fascinated and intrigued by those bags. Like any chance I get to go by our house, I gone. So if it's seven o'clock in the morning, I reach down there. Yeah. If it's nine o'clock at night, I'm like down there because I'm saying, boy, this looks so interesting. And I keep saying to myself, say, God, can't they just ask me to make something? Because I was shy. So I, I just look and listen. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask her, but I couldn't bring myself to say, show me how to make the bags now. Or mm -hmm. teach me how to make the bags. But I'm mm -hmm. seeing, you know, so I'm absorbing all of this. Mm -hmm. You know, all the, 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 the techniques and so on. But in my mind, I can do it. But I've not practically done it. So going there, I keep saying, one day she must ask the man. She must ask me one day. And I tell you, <laughs> I wait, I wait, I wait. Nobody would ask. <laughs> so I remember our fiancé come one evening and said, when you can't give on some of the work, we jump up in my head like, my God, this is what I've been waiting to hear. Yes. This <laughs> <laughs> oh. is as if the man read my mind. Yes. Anyway, I'm saying like, well, I get in the work tomorrow to do. Mm -hmm. Because trust me, that I've been waiting for months. Anyway, Philip, Disappointment when when the lady decided to give me some of the work. She gave me the worst part of the work. Remember, oh, the worst part. No, with the coconut purses. Is is you know coconut that you buy for Sunday dinner? Yes, the the, right. the, the dry the, coconut. The dry coconut, right? So what yeah. they would do, 
they would sand it off with the sandpaper and bring it to a smooth. And then they would cut it with an oxar blade, oxar, oxar, right? And okay. cut it um like they cut it enough, like uh, um enough to make a top and a bottom. Mm -hmm. And so then they would dig out, use a knife, and get out the meat from inside of it. Yeah. And and so that is once they, they did that, they would varnish it and then apply the leather work to it. No, put on a zipper and then apply the leather work to it. And, and then they would use a finishing paint uh -huh. and border the edges. So you can imagine if, you're, if you love arts like myself, you can know how fascinating that looks. Yes, you it know? sounds very creative. Oh my gosh. And, and listen, they, guess my part of the work was? To go sign off the coconuts there. Ten dollar for one. <laughs> <laughs> friend, I could have cry, but I say I asked God, you know. I pray and ask God say, let them give me some of the work. So I couldn't say no. I wanted to say no, but I couldn't say. But then I say, if I get in ten dollars for one at the time. Mm -hmm. Right? If I get in ten dollars for one. So if I get twenty five, that's two hundred and fifty dollars. So I said, well, me want me look at the two hundred and fifty dollars and say, all right. And I did that, and they kept giving me them, and I'm like, no, I want to make that. So anyway, mm -hmm. after a couple after a couple of weeks, they decide that they're not going to make the bags anymore. Uh -huh. And I'm like, all right, in my mind, let me say that mean I'm gonna make them, man. But I said to myself, we're going to get money now to go buy leather and zip and this and that and so on. I got to my daddy and I asked him, I said, Daddy, you can't lend me $500? So he was like, where are you working? How are you going to pay me back? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you were you were 19? Yes. Uh-huh. So I said, he said, but you're not working. How are you going to pay me? I said, when I sell the bags, man, because he noticed I was making them and so, you know? Yes. And but the, 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 because we have so much sister and brother, whenever I get the money, I go and shopping for everybody. I go buying food, and it, the money is as if it's a family money. Uh, so I was smart at that time to put on all those money and say it's my money. Uh -huh. Right. So him decides say all right, I'm going to lend me the money, and I, I, with what I had, I went out and bought you know the leather, the everything that I need to make the bag. I couldn't buy, the money couldn't reach, so I couldn't get everything. I left off the zipper. That was the thing to open it, the closure. And I made up the bag, and I said, we are going to sell the bag. I don't know where we are going to sell the bag, them, you know, but I make the bag, them, and I'm going to sell it. So you just make the bag, but you don't know how you get them sold. No, I don't know how they're going, but I know I'm going to sell them, right? And so I, I said to myself, I'm going up Constant Spring Road, you know, um, that's Craft Cottage. Uh-huh. I don't know if you know, know about Craft Cottage. I don't and know if you remember. Where, where, where there was, was that? another store there that they call Magic Kitchen. Those shops bought um, okay. local craft items. Right. And Philip, when I went there with the bag, they said, yes, I love them, but you need a better closure. Hear me now, my God. <laughs> what me going to get? me never buy nothing. <laughs> so anyway, Philip had to go home back. Pull down the bag, pull down the bag, them. I made six. I pulled back down the bag and I, I borrow and I think I borrowed another hundred dollar from my brother now. Mm -hmm. And I bought the zip and I put them on. And when I go up there, but the, the following lady said, "Come back next week." 
I said, Philip, when I go back, the lady buy all six. She said, you don't have any more. Oh, wonderful. Said, no, but I can come back next. She said, come back next week, man. I said, Philip, I make 12 and I sell them all. And I go back and I make, and you know, Devon was at that time, I rented a booth. Because everybody started telling me everything. The bags them selling like crazy because they're different. And so I, I got a boot at Devon House and set up. I, if I can remember back then, it was like a thousand dollars. And Philip, I make some money, man. I remember this lady from um, Crimson Dawn, Mrs. Roden, come to me and say, Hi, you made these bags? I'm say, Yes, dear. Would you like to come on the trade show with us to the, to the islands? You hear me? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Look here, I don't even have a passport, you know. But oh I my said, goodness! Yes. So, 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 ladies and gentlemen, let me just say, my guest, my guest is Anne-Marie Chin, and she's the CEO of Coca Beans Fashion, and she's talking to us about her story, her story, how she started out in fashion, and she's now enthusiastically talking to us about how she started making bags from coconut no this is very very creative i see elithiac in the in the on in the chat says she still have four of the bags Do you know who elithiac is Anne-Marie? yes she's my, my best friend oh she welcome Elithia. welcome Elithia. <laughs> so Elithia can testify to the yes. work of creativity that yes. but you know what i'm seeing though Anne-Marie? i'm seeing how you identified your passion and you didn't think about it. You just knew that this is what you want and you went after it. So it, 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 it sounds to me like you easily identify what it was and then your family supported you. And those are key ingredients, you know. Yeah. Those are key ingredients. You went to your father, you borrowed money, of course, you in probably give you a little, a little hard time and then eventually say yes because you and one daughter. And then you meet up on a roadblock, but you didn't stop. Thank you for that, Anne-Marie. You did not stop. Yes, you, you, did, you didn't even know where you're going to go with this to sell it, but you continued. Sorry, yet now. So tell me about the trade show now. Oh, my God. So the lady said, well, we're going on one, like she'd say. Two months time, so I must get ready. So I get my passport and thingy, man. And I tell you, we island up, Guadalupe. So picture me now, you know, brother. At 19, you know, man. Almost 19. 20. St. Lucia, Barbados, Grenada, Guadalupe, St. Martin, St. This. Oh my God, I even got um, the visa to travel to um, China, but I didn't reach. So believe me, man, I started building my house. I was crazy at that time. I mean, it just, from sanding off the coconut, you know, I could have said no, you know. Right. But because I saw the bigger picture. Yes. Right. Yes. And I said, all right, fine, let me just try. And when they said they were going to stop, I said, this is my opportunity to try. Right. And I did all of that. As I said, I did all of that until I got bored. And I said, no, I need something else to do. Right? And I remember that same girl there, Kerry, invited me to Mobe. <laughs> I 
And she was like, and come mobile with us. I said, no, 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 no. One of the day, but not now. And she insisted. And I tell you, when I came down to mobile, she said, we're going to go to Margaretaville. Right. And I'm saying, oh, what is Margaretaville? Because I've never been to Moby, so I don't have a clue. But she just said nice and I must come. And I remember we came down and we were staying at El Greco. And I tell you for the whole week, for a whole week, every night we go on to Margaretaville. So till one of the nights I met my husband, Gregory, my husband, no. This is long after now, you know. Mm -hmm. After the bags, because remember, so I got bored, so I skip out that junk stuff there you now. So we are in Moby. Mm -hmm. And so I met Gregory and I said, Boy, I fall in love with this brown man, so I'm not going back to town. Yes! <laughs> I think Gregory's in the house. Hey, Gregory. Welcome, Gregory. All right, so Gregory, I got you the story now. Lord of mercy, love is in the ear. Good friend. <laughs> So let me go back to this. When you met, I I can hey, good to see you, man. So when Gregory, you met Gregory now. Tell me now, where were you? Where were you? What, what, what in terms of in terms of were you ready to take on a relationship on him? Kind of something there. Why? Why not? What do you mean, man? Be I say I meet a nice browning, so I'm not going back. <laughs> talk to me! Talk to me! <laughs> no, sir, I'm not real. I say I'm going. No, sir! No, can you read? No, take time, me. Take time, me, Amory. No, man. No, man. You know, if you want. Here yes. No, I was. As I said, me and my friend here, what we carry, we, we, we at Margaretta Villa, we're partying. And I just feel somebody touch me on my shoulder and say, if they can't get a dance. Mm -hmm. So, but, you know, I, 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 I mean, I turn on and I look. And I say, boy, you know, your, your, your parents teach you not to steer. If <laughs> you want to see, you want to see who you're going to dance with, but you, you have to kind of be, you know, diplomatic. Right. So, I mean... I want to say no, and I want to say yes, and I want to say no, and I just say, all right, let me say yes. And then now we're there, and we're dancing. So after the party, now we're going home. We come out of Margaretaville. I was going up the road, and he was going down to Burger King side. Mm -hmm. So each time we look, I am trying to look at him to see him really looking you know, like him body and thing, you know? Every time I look, I see him looking at me, so. Yes! <laughs> Stealing glances at each other. Yes, because you want to know who you was dancing with. Mm-hmm. Right, so... Um, but I don't understand you, though. You are take dance around somebody and you don't know what them look like. I don't understand you. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, well see him turn out to me, my husband, you know. So, I guess, again, like the bag, I take a chance. You take a chance. <laughs> so, so, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to Anne-Marie Chin. CEO of Coco Beans Fashion. She's a fashion designer. She's been doing it for over 20 years. She actually didn't start out in clothing. She started out making bags. She started out making bags out of coconut. This is a real creative girl. And I mean, I can testify to that. You know, and, her, and, and she left Kingston, went to Montego Bay and find Man Malo. Yes, she made Kingston and find Browning. Yes. <laughs> so, so no. how, 
How uh, how long have you been together? Gosh, is is um let us see now. Is is that about the same time? Nineteen ninety eight, late nineteen ninety eight, like the November. Mm -hmm. Right. So I was back and forth in, back and forth until I decided to stay. You know, and um, yes, um, it felt good, but it was a little lonely because all my family was in Kingston. Right. Right. And then I remember they have the mirror, the paper that they call the mirror down here. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was getting bored now. I was still doing the bags, but I was doing it on a smaller scale because I said, let me try out the mobile market. Right. So I was doing it on a smaller scale. And then I remember buying the papers and saw where they had this factory selling in, in um Elita, Elita say I'm 22 years and I mean I understand Elita no more than you. I <laughs> mean I say I <laughs> Elita say 22 years and the man. That's <laughs> so wait. so so I said to Chin say, um, you know what? I go and buy the factory there, you know. And then I said, buy the factory. And him said, but he can't sew like that. He said, yeah, I can't sew like that, but I'm going by the factory. So I was a member of JE at the time, Jamaica's Exporters Association and the Jamaica Manufacturers. Mm -hmm. So because I was in that, um, well, I joined from Kingston. So they always giving me updates. And as we said, we're doing the trade shows with Jumper and all of that. Right. So I went to them and asked them to give me the loan to buy the factory. To loan me the money to buy the the factory, and they say yes, you know, because as we said, we've been traveling for years, so they know me and they trust me, and they say, well, all right, Anne Marie, fine, we're gonna do that for you, and I bought the factory. Remember, so I can't sew now, you know, but I buy a factory. <laughs> no, I don't understand. Well, Anne Marie, hold on, man, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you know, you coming like you know, Charles. Um, it's it's Charles. Um, Branson, I'm saying, you know, if somebody asks you for do something, you can't do it. Say yes, and then learn to do it afterwards. You sound like that the person here. Yes, yes. Where yes. do you get this kind of determination from? I mean, some people call it stupid. Exactly. Exactly, sir. But, but because you just I tried hold it. on to the opportunity and just move. Why? Yes. She never that. My husband have a challenge with me with that. But oh it's, Lord, it's, me can me can me can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Gregory, what you say? Gregory, talk up no man. Gregory, me end up on the on the live and listen. Gregory, talk up. She 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 give you a big problem enough time, don't. All right. Go on, Gan Marie. <laughs> Gregory, so, Gregory right. so, talk. so of course, no, can you imagine? We, we got about um eight machines, cutting table and everything. Where are we going to put them now? So I buy the factory, I don't know where I'm going to put the stuff. Huh? Lord of mercy. <laughs> no, so Greg, anyway, no. So anyway, right, I'm going to rent a shop. So Chin is like, but you know... Greg, you said, Greg you know, said definitely. Yes, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, you're a man of faith. Me trust me, me respect you. <laughs> No, sir. So, Anne-Marie, you buy these machines and you have no idea where are you going to put them? No, sir. So, you explain to your husband. Well, in the tell me not to do it, but me not listen. <laughs> so, of course, I say, all right, I'm going to rent a shop. But all the, the, the stores that I check, all the spaces were huge. 
So I remember going to my bed one night and coming up with the idea. I said, see if you can find somebody to share a shop space with. <laughs> and, and so I said, so done. I remember just going to a couple shops and just looking at the space and then asking whoever was there, you know, if they would share the space with me and I would pay half, share the rent. So that worked like magic. Within a couple months, I could get my own, um, my own space, mm -hmm. right? And then I started doing up the designs. Of course, I had to hire three persons because I couldn't sew, but I had everything in my head. So I directed you them. Had the, you had the idea of what you wanted in your head? Yes. Okay. But how I work, you know, I have to have the thing first before I can do it. I mean, I, I think, think of it. So like the factory now, I, yeah. I, I think of what I can do, but if I don't, if I don't have the factory, the machines and stuff, mm -hmm. I can't start. It's kind of crazy how, how my mind works. Right? So once I have it, right, then it will work out. Mm. Sound a little silly and a little crazy. No, but, but um, I mean, you know, I, I, I like crazy people. I mean, you know, you learn so much from them because... You see, you see, Anne-Marie, everybody tries to put people in boxes all the time. Yeah. And you have been proving so far in this conversation that you're not operating at the same kind of boxes that no. we, you know, we, we, we operate in every day. We have to learn the thing first. Then we do that. Then we get this done. We can't buy a machine and we don't know if it's store. And then we don't have nowhere to put them. Who does that? <laughs> Uh, but 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 it worked out for you. So would you say that it's hard work and determination that gets you success, or yes. would you say that it just it's just that it works out for you? I mean, I don't know. I mean, well, it's, it's it's both actually because I'm very intuitive, and so um, things will just come to me, and 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 it's a strong feeling. It's it's. it's saying you have to do it uh, right and if I, if I don't do it then I'll be you know flustered and miserable and stressed out so once it come to me I have to get it out of my head you know it's, it's like it's something real you're, you're, it's in your head and you must get it out right uh, yeah. and so so when we, we, we I did all of that now and I got my own space and I remember doing, getting the samples and going out to get the orders. And believe me, that day, I set up six appointments for six different hotels. Right? And, and, and I lined them up in a way where I started in Mobe and I heading to Ochi and then and, and to Ochi. And so it's Duns River at the time, Sandals, <clears throat> and um, two other shops. Six of them. Can't remember some of them. And I got orders from all six of them. Because I can sell. So what were you designing at the time for them? What kind Close of clothes? I remember we have the factory now. We have the fabrics and we have the machines. So I came up with a tie and dye line because it was leaning at the time. So mm -hmm. I actually did the tie and dye. No, I never did tie and dye before, but I dream it. And I said, so I go and just throw some. I go and just tie up the thing them and throw the dye on it and whatever pattern come out. Because... <laughs> I am, I am, I am enjoying this. Uh, look here, Anne-Marie. 
it's obvious that you are a creative. I mean, you are a talented creative and your intuition clearly is something that you use to get you to create your best work. And I think you, 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 you said earlier that you are a perfectionist and you're a worrisome person, but that what you are doing now, not sound like you sound like you're just you are Nike. Just do it. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm worrisome. It's, it's just sometimes, you know, if I, I kind of talk about what I'm going to do too soon and I get the, the negative, yeah. that is the, so it's, I, I learn now not to say not no, to avoid that step, you yeah. know? To, right. So, and, and you said you were a shy person, but you said you started shy. to learn how to sell. So how did you make the transformation from being shy to being so forthright and, and uh, just like how I am, Just like how I am now with you. If, all right, I'm very gullible too, right? You'll come and tell me a whole heap of nonsense and I'll just believe. Because in my mind, I, I don't need to think why you're lying. I'm just hearing you. And if it sounds good, I, I, I'm going to comment. So I treat everything and everything like anybody like that you come and you tell me something whatever it doesn't matter to me i don't want to go there to, to start to thinking oh it's a lie you're not, not gonna start i just say well you know and so, so, so i treat so everybody like that huh? so how you operate as a business woman you know i'm trying to change what i can't change you know <laughs> <laughs> because i cannot be totally professional right I'm going to always come up with something to break the ice. Because if I notice your face looks sad or, you know, if my, as I say, I'm very intuitive. So if I notice any shift in anything, I, I know that I must say something or do something to get you laughing or yeah. just to change the mood. Yeah, yeah. You are yourself. Right? You bring your total self to the plate. Yes. Absolutely. I, I like to be mean. So, but mm -hmm. when, I'm, when I'm to be too professional now, I, I can't start out, you know, but I, I will end like that. Yes. And so people tend to like me for that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, I'm very easy to talk to. I feel I can't tell her this. And, right. You know? That, 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 that is your strength. That is your strength. Right. Yeah. And so, so what I do now, I build on that. So anybody that approach me or I, I have to approach... I just go in with the mindset that I'm going to be me and them have to go like me. And if they don't like me, I'm going to fight them for like me. Boy, boy, boy! No, sir! No, sir! No, man! Whoa, whoa, girl! Whoa! No, sir! Are you a boss? Are you a boss? Ladies and gentlemen, we are chatting with uh, a wonderful larger than life personality she her name is Anne-Marie Chin she is a CEO of Coca Beans Fashion Design and she is uh, intuitive she's creative she's assertive she is a salesperson and and, and you know Anne-Marie because you look good you know the things you because you look good you get away all the time too you know with your with, with your sales pitch you know I think yeah, you look yeah. good. that's why I too <laughs> Yeah, but sometimes it's a, a woman we are dealing with, you know? And you okay. know that's the hardest part, most times. So sometimes, you know, but as I say, I like to break the ice. I'm an icebreaker. <laughs> mm -hmm. So tell me something now. The name, 
cocoa beans. How did that come? Okay. Up? Yeah, we 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 went through about three different names till we arrived at this cocoa beans now. So cocoa is short for coconut purses, and that's how I told you I started. Mm -hmm. The B in beans is for beauty. The two E's are for energy and effort. The N is for natural and disease for zest. And those are some of the ingredients that are put into the product to make it what it is. So as you hear me, the natural and the all of that. So yeah. Ah, <laughs> beautiful. I had no idea that it was like that. It's like it's an acronym. I had no idea. Okay, let's do it again. Cocoa so for coconut. Cocoa, cocoa is short for coconut purses. And that's yeah. how I got started in the business. Right. The so, you, so, so in other words, you, 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 you made sure that you remember where you're coming from. Coming you never from, forget yeah. where you're coming from. So you're a grounded individual. Yes. And next? And then the B is for beauty. The two E's are for energy and effort. The N is for natural and the Z is for zest. Yeah. And those are ingredients that you put into the product. Into the product to um, make it I, I must say, ladies and gentlemen, that I have worn a, a, a design from Anne-Marie. Okay. It can fit me now because I put on a little bit of weight there and tear, you know. Um, <laughs> but it was uh, well-made and I still have it. Can't wear it much, but I, I still have it. Anne-Marie. Yes. You dress up people for a living yes yes and i'm reminded of rupaul rupaul did an interview with oprah winfrey you know rupaul right yes 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 that guy and, that guy girl there and he said we're born naked the rest is just is just drag <laughs> what do you think about that statement wow the rest is just drag well, I'm not quite sure, but I'm just thinking you, whatever you wear. You know, so what, I'm not sure. Yeah, whatever you wear is saying that that's just part of an act. It's a role you play when you dress up. Right. That's not really you. And so when you go out every day, you put on a hat, you put on this, you put on a different color. You want to look different. And that's why we go to fashion designers. Because fashion designers... Uh, are are good at creating a look for you, the body and your complexion and your style and so forth and so on. But do you think you are helping people to be hypocrites? Um, technically, but um, we have to do that. You know, Why? we have to look. We have to look and feel our best. So whatever it is that we wear it helps us to feel confident to look good to feel good and so it's necessary okay so so when someone comes to you what are some of the things that you think about in order to dress them the best way well well the first thing is um the body shape right so i'd look at how they look or the, the, you know and then i'll I'll next look at the complexion mm -hmm. to decide what color would work for them. And um, if I have to nip in your waist, then that's the design I'll come up with. If I want to um, show up some boobs, then I'll do that. And if you want a whole, you know, your whole body to be, sh whatever. It just depends on where you're going to. So, so if it's a cocktail party. Hmm? 
the occasion is important. Yeah, the occasion is important. Mm -hmm. So my job is to is to enhance where you want me to to mm -hmm. where you want to enhance and right. to play down where you want to hide. Yeah. The pandemic has hit hard on the entertainment and fashion industry. How are you coping? Boy, that was crazy. Then Philip, you have to remember that? <laughs> Just kidding. Well, enough, enough creative on the line. Okay. Hi, creatives. I think you will understand. So, yes. So, um, it was, it was really sad for me because I was building an empire. I had three stores. Right? And I was looking to set up one in Kingston. And, um... When the, when the Prime Minister said, guys, um, all stores must be closed, I was like, really? Really? And I was saying, but this thing is a joke, man. It's not serious, man. This is something in China and America. We are right down here, so man. You know? And I see three weeks pass. I see a whole month pass. And I'm like, home. Listen, I work solely on adrenaline, you know? All these 20 years, I am at work 6 o'clock in the morning and I can't be there till the next morning because I had a lot of high-end clients. Mm -hmm. And then I supply the hotel boutiques. So I'm in the sandals, the couples, the Spanish hotels. So I had a whole heap of work. And then as I said, we have clients coming in now who want their own stuff. So I work solely on adrenaline. So being home for the for, for the whole month was like, no man, something wrong with me. I can't I couldn't keep still. Yeah. In my head of doing the stuff in my head of you know um meeting clients and I'm saying I feel like I was going crazy. I can imagine so now so now we're going into the second month. And Chin saying to me, no, that's my husband saying, you have to go close, close one of the store in our two of the store. I said, close one, you must be mad. You can't close no store. But him said, you don't see because my rent was a lot, you know. Right? As I said, three different stores. So um, I saying, all right. And I remember thinking about it. I dream about it. I eat about it. I talk <laughs> about it. I drink about it. I'm like, no, no, I can't do that. And Chin keeps saying, you have to close one of the stores. And I'm like, uh, which one? And then I also teach sewing. So I had a batch of 10 persons. So we had school as well. Mm -hmm. So one of the stores now I use for the school. And so I'm saying, all right, which one? And I can't, I said, there is none, I can't close any. I even go as far as got a, um, somebody to, to um, what do you call them again? Not counselors. Help me. Having a whole lady moment. But I got somebody. Eh, eh? A therapist? No, not, not therapist, man. Business people, consultant, right? Consultant. To advise me on, you know, if, if, if that's a good idea. Right. And, and they're saying, um, based on my setup, it wouldn't advise that way. We close because the three stores interlink, right? Each of them work with the other. So it's, if you cut off one, you basically cut off the other two because they work together. So he's saying it's not a good idea, but I have to make a decision. 
And I say, all right then, all right, Chin, I'm going to, I'm going to move now. The third month, yeah. right, we have to move now because three rents, we pay three rent already and we're not earning any money. And so you have to think about your reserves, you know? And then I'm saying, all right, let me try. And so Chin gone now ahead and call the truck man. <laughs> when the truck man come now to pack up his stuff, I'm like, no man, me not take me can do this enough. Please beg a turn back the man here. <laughs> oh my god, you're having second thoughts because it, it, this I'm is like, your baby. No, so it's a good thing I have a big place at home. So you know, and so I finally bring myself to 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 moving. We said we're going, we're going to only keep the factory. So he's saying to me, trying to convince me that, you know, you will still be able to work, but remember that nobody's dressing up and going out. They don't need a boutique. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying, um, kind of, kind of, I'm not sure. I keep saying, but remember, so the man said, need everything to work together. Everything has to work together. So he's reminding me about the money now. Because you know Chinese? The money is a four. Oh, yes. Right? But for me, I know so the money will come. So I don't worry about that. I don't focus on money. You know? I just want to get the job done and I know the money will follow. Yeah. So, all right, then finally I will move. And I tell you, man, I'm just right behind where I was. And I don't want to go up there to buy a bottle of water because it's like I've seen my past. <laughs> and I know I can't go up there. I said, I'm going to buy a lunch. I'm like, no. You know, it was traumatizing, man. Oh. To know that you're building something and then you have to, you know, lock it down and... and so tell uh, me something, Marie. Out of all of this, what do you think this has experience has taught you? Um, what it has taught me? Boy, I don't even know if I learned anything to tell you, children. I just feel like something is missing. Right? And and I need to, to, to get back on track. This is how I feel, you know? Okay. So, for me, it's always the bigger picture. Right? Because my I am very determined and, and, and very driven. And if I want something, I can't Listen. stop until I get it. So, it's like I get it now and they just take it away from me, you know? And I'm saying, I want it back! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yes, um, so it's, it's, it's that's that's life for all of us. That's life huh? for all of us. It's life for all of us. You know, sometimes um, we lose things and we're wondering why because we, we work so hard for this and it's you're losing it. That make that don't make no sense. Yeah, I mean we but, understand that is the pandemic and all of that. You know, I get that. You know, but I'm saying. You know, um, mm, I just didn't want to, to start over. Because for me, it's a start over. Right? So even though we're still operating and thing, you know, it still feels because for years, because I had the factory years before I decided to get the store. Right? Because remember, it's from 2000 until now. And so we only had that particular store since 2015 mm -hmm. so 15 years before that we only we only manufactured so having the store for me was something that i wanted 
right? So it's like you get it now and then, you know, you have to go start over and, mm-hmm. and try to, to build back. Well, you know, I, I, I would love to encourage you in this way. I think there's a new beginning. Your story has given a lot of evidence of how creative, how determined, how passionate. Uh, you have a lot of drive, you say, and you, uh, you, have, you work on adrenaline. Now, you know for over 20 odd years that life has its up and downs. And I, and, I, and I want to borrow what Kemoy said in the chat. Kemoy said, it is more of a pivot. It's yeah, like it's yeah. going to propel you now to do something else with your life. And I think you coming on this show and you talking about your story is touching a lot of people right now. And uh, it's, it's, you are going to take off. You always say, you look for the big picture. And you, you actually encourage me tonight to look at the big picture so whatever is happening in your life, it's hard, it's tough, it's difficult to deal with, and you, 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 you want to do away with it because, you know, you're living in denial. But the truth is, it is actually making you better. Yes, I agree. You shared your story of a young girl at 19 who had so much passion and drive and talent and who started your coconut bags, right? Do, what would you say to one young person who is listening now? One young person who is listening. What is one thing that you would say? I normally ask my guests this question because a lot of young people listen to the show. And a lot of them, you know, are, don't know whether they're coming or going. What is that one thing you would say to that young person listening now? Okay. For me, I like to say it starts with starting. Just start. And it will work out. Stay determined. Stay focused. Stay driven. It starts with starting. Mm. And you did just that. Right. <laughs> hey. I did. <laughs> Uh, 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 Cheryl, Cheryl says she is awesome and will reset soon. That's what she's saying about Anne-Marie. Thank you, Cheryl, for that. Cheryl says you are awesome. Okay. Um, and I, if anybody wants to ask her any question in the chat, but I want to say this. I am actually very inspired by you tonight, uh, Anne-Marie. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you, you. Your story was really very powerful. And we have only a few uh, minutes left. But one of the things that I, I really saw coming out here, and you just, you, you, you said, well, I'm not sure if I learned a lesson. That's fine, yeah. because guess what? The name of the show is Lights, Camera, Real Life. Lights, Camera, Real Life. And in real life, we don't always feel or look our best. Exactly. And sometimes people don't want to hear that from us. They want, they don't, they don't want to say, how you doing? My good man. No, we're not always good. No, we're not always good. Right? <laughs> and so I like the fact that you shared from your heart tonight. And yes. you really did very well. Don't ever learn that thing. 
so thank you alicia Al- say she's an amazing person inside and out oh wonderful thank you alicia i can, i i know that I know that. But Alicia, you know quite a bit about the 22 years marriage journey and she couldn't tell me nothing. So you know quite a bit about her. So I believe you when you say she's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Anne-Marie, yes. I want to thank you tonight for being on the show. And mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for being here and for supporting your friend Anne-Marie. It was great. It was a wonderful evening. And oh, Alita said she was in the middle. <laughs> it's true. Yes, guys, IG family, thank you so much for joining us. Totally appreciate it. Love, love, love. All right. So we're going to cut and in a couple minutes it's going to end but let me end it before all right take care my friend we will talk have a good night everybody bye and tune in next week this time lights camera real life love you all have a good night <laughs>